And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, under trying out new music, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Did you do? Yes! 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 Our general manager is the Iran nuclear deal. Are we in? Are we out? Is it over? Is it just beginning? Everybody thinks it's going to end today, right? That's where they're wrong. Okay. Think Trump's going to pull the old switcheroo? Yeah, it could be. Um, we'll talk about it in a bit. So, welcome. Glad you're here. Are we uh, <laughs> doing more than radio here or fighting for the freedom of the aborigines? <laughs> so, uh, still terrible, but I like it better than all our other choices so far. So, Even better than the A-team? A team was pretty good. A team was pretty good, yeah. but that would not solve our lawyer issues. <laughs> so this um, attorney general for New York, who, oh, yeah. who resigned last night after uh, a number of women came out with their very detailed and very believable stories, um, including a, an ex girlfriend, how he used to just beat the hell out of them when they'd have sex, among other occasions choke him and beat the hell out of him and all kinds of stuff like that and uh somehow he got away with that all these years and as a guy now it gets a lot of attention because it's the new york attorney general so new york media but he's also because a lot of these um hashtag me too stories charlie rose weinstein a lot of them have happened in new york and he was one of the loudest voices in the we will not put up with this in this state and they've you know violated state laws and up with women and women are important and finally women are getting their due and holding right. hands with the victims and A all that great sort of brave defender of womankind he was the one of the most outest and loudest hashtag me too thank god women are getting their day guys while behind the scenes he was beating the crap out of his girlfriend during sex how crazy is that yeah men are crazier Human beings are crazier than I ever thought. Mm. That's what I've learned from hashtag me too. You haven't met enough crazy people, but now we are coming up against them. Outwardly crazy people I, I was aware of. The the seem normal in every other way, but crazy behind the scenes had no idea. There are that many of them. Wow. It's interesting how many of the leading scumbags in this story, how many of the real monsters are great progressive defenders of women? Yeah. In their public lives. Right. Right. I mean, there are certainly some some righties who've who've been brought down, but I mean from Weinstein to Charlie Rose to this guy to Can you think Matt of Lauer? Can you think of one that's like a, a Howard Stern type that you know you know, fairly misogynistic, you know, rap, bring him in and look at him and ooh and ah and you're a piece of meat. I, I can't think of any guy who's like that. <clears throat> The persona has turned out to be a bad person. It's Louis all- C.K. was fairly frank about sex stuff, but I wouldn't nah, he, yeah, class he, him as a misogynist. No, or in, in no way. No. Um, he just talked about sex a lot. But yeah. uh, a lot more people that, like, you know, led women's parades and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow, that is so interesting. Are and, we compensating a bit, fellas, perhaps? Hmm? And another interesting twist, which apparently is just the thing. This girlfriend who... the. First time I think they ever had sex, he smacked her in the face, threw her down, and started to choke her. Right. He he. She breaks up with him, then get back gets back together with him. He beats her up. He, she gets back together with him off and on for two years. Mm. While he's beating the crap out of her during sex. 
He denied it immediately and then uh, resigned last night in New York. But wow. Well, Human he beings engaged are... in role-playing. That's what he said. Yeah. Of course, a couple of his girlfriends, of the four that have come forward, have said, I didn't say anything about it because I'm so afraid of him. Yeah, which you would be. Yeah. And have pictures, by the way. So, anyway, um, yeah, human beings are complicated. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles. How are you this morning, Michael? Uh, pretty good. Pretty happy, actually. it was. I couldn't find this work glove that I had lost, and uh, this morning I drive up, I park in the space at, out in the dark, open the door, and there it is. So it was, I'm pretty happy. God yeah. is shining on you. Yeah, lately. The last two day, the last two yeah. mornings have been good. I yeah. you know, found a lost item and avoided a gas truck. <laughs> so I found one glove last night. It's like like the searching for OJ. I found one glove in a box, and it's just a one glove is practically useless. Yeah. What are you gonna do with that? You're or gonna you, hang on to it forever, hoping you find the other glove. Or you find two, and they're both the left hand. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> son of a. Uh, there's a positive Sean, whose smile lights up. Smile. Smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, enjoying this uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, catch it while you can. Only a couple more months of it to go. How um, about LeBron winning by 35 last night? And the game was not as close as the score indicates. Oh, no, it was not. <laughs> no, it, it should was have been not. 50. <laughs> in, in honor of uh, LeBron's domination of the Toronto Raptors, not just this year, but the previous three years combined, I believe an actual petition is in to rename the city LeBronto. <laughs> um, he averaged 34 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. And he's the greatest who's ever played the game, and he's, I, I don't know, he's been, it seems like he's been playing forever, and he's not getting worse, which is fascinating. Yeah, he uh, should be in the next Jurassic, Jurassic Park taking on uh, Raptors. <laughs> just on a, wow. just in a 1v1. <laughs> uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. As you know, it's my birthday month, so of course I bought a bunch of scratchers, and using my scientific method of play, scratching only one car a day, using only old-school quarters, <laughs> and switching out the quarter if it doesn't produce a winning card. Right, it's I, obviously an unlucky quarter. Clearly, uh, it's disloyal. I, so far, am ahead, my friends, over $60. <laughs> three more cards to go, so I predict a bacon-filled Friday. Fantastic. Oh, so, again, what is the pace at which we scratch these off? Is it one a day? One card a day. Okay. One card a day. You All buy right. the cards, like, say, on a Saturday. You put them and aside. And how much are they per... Well, I buy some are twenty dollars, some are ten, $20. some are five. Oh, so a mix. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fine points. Now yeah. this uh, one per day to give you something to do every day of the week. Um, is this uh, a plan you came up with, or is this a well-known strategy among degenerate gamblers? Lunatics. No, I believe everyone who gets into this kind of gaming has their own method, okay. their own methodology. So it's your own, yeah. it's your own idea. Yeah, yeah, I cooked it up myself, and it mm-hmm. seems to work. Exactly. Based on his data, his you, study. You don't want to buy your scratchers and then take them home right away and scratch them you need to let them rest you see i sell that that makes sense i see a lot of guys at the circle k who look uh, miserable to start with yes uh getting their energy drink and their scratcher card and they scratch it out on the hood of their car and the hood of their car is usually got that paint that's coming off sure they're scratching they're scratching their card on there and then they just continue to look really sad they crumple it up and they put it in the trash can no 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 no. amateur move amateur That's why they're losing. Scratchers are not a strategy, son. (laughs) Yeah, i got to tell my kids that. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, May 8th, the year 2018. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Oh, man, so much to get to. Let's get to it. According to FCC rules and regs, here comes the show at Mark. General Eisenhower informs me that the forces of Germany have surrendered to the United Nations. The flags of freedom fly all over Europe. 
For this victory, we join in offering our thanks to the providence which has guided and sustained us through the dark days of adversity and into light. Wow, so that's Harry Truman on this day in 1945, um, the end of World War II in Europe. We're done in Japan yet. Um, and he mentioned, uh, he didn't say God specifically, but he threw out the providence, so that's mm. what he's talking about, right? Yeah. 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 You wouldn't do that today. I don't you don't think? think? You, I don't know. Depends on the president. Yeah. That was the end of what I hope will always be the deadliest conflict in world history. I hope we don't set a new record any time in my lifetime. Of course, there have been more people killed in wars since World War II than were killed in World War II. That so, is an astounding statistic. It and is. one I demand you back up. And the, wars, Data. and the wars keep on going, just smaller. Yeah. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Ali Iran nuclear deal. Will Trump kill it or keep it? We got the New York Attorney General, as you mentioned, champion of women's rights, accused of abuse. And Amazon really, really wants to get to know you in ways you've never considered. Coming up, minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I mean, we got uh, we got uh, statutes on the book and, uh, you know, penalties in law and all that sort of stuff. But should there be a special penalty for the people who march in up with women parades who are doing this in behind the scenes? <laughs> that might be a bill of attainder. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. Good, kids. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's revealing is what it is. Wow, you are just through and through an awful human being. Uh, how's mailbag? Look? Oh, it's outstanding. My God. Insights. <laughs> humor. My God. <laughs> I thank Providence for mailbag. Coming up. <laughs> That's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You want an amazing stat? Here you go. Latest poll, 71% of Democrats want the House to impeach Trump if they take it back in November. 71%. Wow. Half? Is that right? Now, a lot of the leadership... For what? A lot of the, uh, lot of the leadership has said no, including Nancy Pelosi. Uh, but, you know, if 71% demand it, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one to, to turn down. We might have exactly the same impeachment as we had with Clinton, where it's about lying about sex. And there's enough, uh, you know, uh, populist uproar about that partisan that the, that it gets through the House. And then the Senate, as grownups say, we're not throwing a president out over lying about sex. Right. We might do exactly the same thing. But it wasn't lying about sex. It was that <clears throat> there was a bank transfer of over $10,000. That Yeah, okay. Okay, great. Mailbag. Telling you. Freedom-loving quote of the day. Matt sent it along. It's from Vermont Roysters and the Fair Land, which is a Thanksgiving editorial that's run every year since 1961 in the Journal of Wall Street. (laughs) We can remind ourselves. I'm going to change men to people. Is that all right? All Is right. that political correctness in your world? All right. Fundamentalist? Whatever. We can remind ourselves that for all our social discord yet, 
You know, punctuation is so helpful when you're going to retype something. We can remind ourselves that for all our social discord, we yet remain the longest enduring society of free men governing themselves without benefit of kings or dictators. Being so, we are the marvel and the mystery of the world, and for that, enduring liberty is no less a blessing than the abundance of the earth. If you're going to give thanks, give thanks for that. Who said that? That would be uh, Vermont Royster. Okay. The old Vermont Royster quotes. That's a man's name, Jack. My name was Vermont Royster. It's pretty cool. I'd probably put on a pork pie hat and play kind of folky in indie rock. We had two baby goats uh, born uh, yesterday. We were going to name Sheila and Tequila. What do you think of that as a name? <laughs> They're as twins. Goat names go. That seems fine to me. Sheila and Tequila. I don't have much of an opinion. <laughs> what is these goats' likely fate? Uh, being pets for children. Okay. Well, that seems a tequila's a little odd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they taking visitors at this time? Because that sounds adorable. <laughs> they are adorable. But she I saw the change in Rich. Oh, no, that was me. And Sorry. Squila. Uh, here's your Latin quote of the day. Nec temeri, nec timidi. <laughs> I really ought to learn how to pronounce Latin. It's Latin for neither rashly nor timidly. Hmm. That would be uh, a good instruction for people in their driving, for instance. Actually, I get it. Uh, but I have this thing at four-way stops. Judy served this screed before. You got four-way l- stop. I want to hear this because for the four-way <laughs> stop culture has completely fallen apart. Yes. <laughs> Nobody knows how to handle a but, four-way uh, stop in America. I, I do, but I don't. Well, I, I know. Do, I, I, do. I used to, but I don't know now. Oh, since, my God. Since nobody follows the rules, what should you do? It's every man for himself. <laughs> well, it seems Salon to be. the wild. Thunderdome. <laughs> it's Thunderdome. I actually don't know what to do currently because if I follow the, rule, the, the rules, I always end up with people mad at me or honking at me. Tell them to suck it. <laughs> Roll down your window and scream an obscenity. So what's That's your, the rule. What's your four-way stop screed? What, do you want the whole thing? Well, how long does it go? My God. Well, how, what, how long do you sit there screeding in your car? What aspect of it would you like to know about? I don't know. The, the people going this way stop, then they go, and people turning left yield to the people going straight that immediately turn left. Nobody does that. I know, because people are stupid. <laughs> Nobody does that. I do that. When, when, when somebody's going to turn left... If I start to go, or if, oh, if I'm going to turn left, if I head out there, they're going straight. They're like, whoa, what are you doing? No, I'm going to wait for you. That's right. the way it works. Nobody knows how to drive. <laughs> you mean you're not going to West Coast is the worst. Me. Yeah, I'm not going to pull right in front of you. I'm going to wait for you. That's the way a four-way stop works. I had a, a friend move from the Midwest to the West, and he said, what the hell's the deal? Nobody has any idea how to drive. <laughs> it's true. The idea of, listen, if we all follow some simple rules, everybody will be happier. We'll get where we're going. No way, man. You can't tell me how to drive. I'm going to go when I feel like going. I mean, it's it's a regional thing. Yes, Michael, you want to weigh in on this? You put your car your one in glove. park. You put like your car in park. You rev your engine twice. You flash your lights, and then you go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's the California way. I might get out of my car sometime and walk out to the middle and just start directing traffic. All right, <laughs> yes. you. Get a get whistle. Out. <laughs> Very good. Uh, let's see, uh, Jess in San Martin, California writes, Thanks, guys, for expanding my musical horizons every day. If it wasn't for your show, I'd never heard Kanye's new gem of a song, which is now my 16-month-old song's favorite diaper-changing song. <laughs> he laughs hysterically every time I sing whoopity-poop-scoop I while I clean his poopy bottom. I could see singing that. 
MDTGA, making diaper time great again. <laughs> That's Jess. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, I could absolutely see that. <laughs> Sorry, that didn't come along during my diaper changing days. Ah, <clears throat> uh, on the topic yesterday of horses and how they haven't gotten any faster in, what, 75 years in the since, running of the Kentucky since Derby? Since Secretariat, it's mostly up and down a couple of seconds here and there, whereas human beings have gotten way faster. Right, right. Uh, may I offer some half-baked ideas as to how this has come to pass? And he offers one that's just ridiculous. And then number two, uh, strength resistance training in humans versus equines. Have you ever tried to get a horse into a gym and force it to do low bar squats on a free weight rack? It's harder than it might appear. Hope this helps. It's yeah, it's Mr. Ed. Yeah, that, Story Oregon. We uh, we human beings exercise and we do things that you wouldn't normally do to get better at stuff. Whereas animals don't. I think they just do the things they do. Right. And probably peaked, you know, quite a few hundred years ago. Or thousands or, or millions. And I mean, if, if you like had some sort of uh, crocodile race that's been going on since the year 10,000 B.C. Sounds terrifying. I would guess. <laughs> it's all right. You put them in lanes. You have a, a piece of meat on a, on a hook that goes around. It's like the greyhound racing that has a little fake <laughs> rabbit. Uh, but anyway, I, I would suggest to you the crocodiles ran 10,000 years ago would probably be every bit as fast as the modern ones. You'd have to assume. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, fairly straightforward, but it is uh, undeniably true. I've heard of this many times. It is from Dave. My 18-year-old stepson, who is not a U.S. citizen, was able to register to vote. There was a register dr- registration drive at his junior college. According to the people at the booth, he didn't need to be a citizen and doesn't remember if that question was asked on any paperwork. thought you guys would find that interesting. Well, I do find that interesting, If that Dave. actually happened, then I don't have any reason it to... It happens by the thousands. That's incredible. Your motor voter thing? Nobody asks well, if you're I, a citizen. Well, that's I, amazing. I'm, I'm aware of that, yeah. but if somebody who's an official is telling people you don't need to be a citizen to vote... I've seen video... To, search on YouTube. There are plenty of videos of that sort of thing. Your various conservative activists have made them going up to... Uh, the, I remember during Hillary's campaign... There are a handful of videos that got a lot of circulation of somebody going up to the registration drive and saying, you know, I'm not a citizen. And them saying, you know, just just don't worry about it. Just keep your voice down. Really? Don't worry about it. Yes. By thousands and thousands. Millions and millions, Mr. Trump. Sooner or later. So we got Marshall's dues and everything to get into uh, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. If you're not registered to vote, register and vote. <laughs> How y'all doing? Got uh, texts already, plenty of them, including this one. Wow, Jack, you sound thinner. You must have used your elliptical yesterday. That's hilarious. <laughs> of course I did not. It still has not made it into the house, where I will actually start exercising on a regular basis. So it's halfway between the barn and the house. Correct. Okay. <clears throat> where I cleaned it, or I had the kids clean it. Ah, well, it's progress. And now, yeah, of course it's progress. The, the program is stalled somewhat, but we're looking into ways to get it unstuck it's, and move forward. It's just a matter of uh, cleaning out a gazillion Legos and Thomas the Train tracks, so I mm. got a little area to put it in. And then uh, moving it in there. And then, of course, the easy part, which is starting to exercise every day <laughs> when you haven't been for a decade. Sure. <laughs> sure. An easy transition that everybody makes. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> go for every day. At your age, your joints can't handle it anyway. Really? Yes. Hmm. 
As a friend of mine said, you can't exercise your way out of it anymore at your age. Your, your joints can't handle it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's Unless you're, you know, one of those people who's extra lucky. That's why but. I like the elliptical, though. It is pretty, uh, pretty easy on you compared yeah, to uh, everything else I do. Yep. Uh, it's not like <laughs> I'm going to go start throwing around free weights or whatever, doing uh, d- dead squats and stuff like that. <laughs> God, oh. I'd be in the hospital in a day if I. Have you that. considered ultra marathons? Yeah, it's a good idea. Right off the bat. Uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump is preparing to tell the world whether he plans to follow through on his threat to pull out of the landmark nuclear accord with Iran and almost surely ensure its collapse. There are no signs so far that European allies enlisted to fix the deal have persuaded him to preserve it. Yeah, so the, this is so complicated, and as with all political stories, you never certainly know who to believe. Yeah. I did think the most interesting thing I heard last week was when Condoleezza Rice said she'd like to stay in it, but she thinks if we get out, it's not that big a deal. I was happy to hear that. Yeah, I'd like to uh, question Marshall's premise about it would collapse if we got out of it. It's uh, What would happen is there are a number of different scenarios as to what would happen. Yes. And only a couple of them are disastrous, and I think they're fairly unlikely. But we'll but talk it, to an expert pretty, in a half an hour. It's pretty interesting that our three greatest European allies, France, Britain, and Germany, all mm-hmm. say, what are you doing? Right. I mean, that's interesting. On the other hand, they've set up systems where they've profited from Iran, the world's terror leader around the world, uh, for, for for decades. Yep. Cheated on the sanctions back when they were agreeing to the sanctions. Right. So what's their motivation? On the other hand, and this is my fourth yes. hand, which makes me a wondrous beast, come see me at the state fair. Sure. I have four hands. Should see him juggle. Uh, on the fourth hand, Iran's fighting and arguing on why it should stay in place, which makes you wonder. I mean, right. usually if you're really sticking it to somebody, they're not saying, no, 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 I want this deal. Trump is expected to announce his decision right around 11 o'clock this morning, West Coast time. Another major I'll story. I'll tell you what he's going to do. He's going to pick some symbolic withdrawal so he gets to keep his I'm such a tough guy yeah. campaign promise. I'm the best negotiator has ever breathed there. But it, I, it won't be a big deal. That's my guess. You think? Yeah, I hope that's the case. I don't see any advantage to pulling out of it. None. We can't seriously put pressure on Iran if nobody else around the world is willing to cooperate. We can mess with their banking system and it would be inconvenient right. for them. But it's not like we can bring them to their knees. Well, Iran's President Rouhani can't even is... make them bend over slightly at the waist. <laughs> Rouhani, <laughs> President Rouhani is saying that Iran could go ahead and stick to the deal with the European Union and forget about the U.S. Right. So there's lots of wiggle room there. Meanwhile, North Korean leader King, uh, Kim Jong-un flew to China Monday for meetings with Chinese President Xi. The Chinese That's state- what she said. Chinese- no, no, that didn't work. Hmm? Oh, by the way, Michael, every time we talk about President Xi, how about the Green Day classic from their timeless Dookie <laughs> album, Xi? Chinese state media quoting Un as telling the uh, Chinese president he remains committed to denuclearization and has no need to possess nuclear weapons if a relevant party drops its hostile policy and security threats against it. Obviously a clear reference to the United States. We can talk. Top New York politician leaving his job after shocking allegations of sex assault. New York State Attorney General Eric Schneiderman has praised the Me Too movement and has led legal action against disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein and others. But now Schneiderman's resigned after the New Yorker published a story in which several women he was romantically involved with accused him of beating, choking, and verbally abusing them. 
He strongly is contesting the charges, calling what happened part of consensual role-playing. The woman saying there was nothing consensual about it, and one of the women, Michelle Manning Barris, told the New Yorker Schneiderman was a heavy drinker who choked her, called her a whore, and hit her ear so hard it damaged her eardrum. That was one this, of the four uh, women. This guy is into sick porn and stuff like that. He's got to be. Because that's, that's just crazy. What a perv. Good, go. Denies it all. You got four women saying exactly the same thing. Right. Completely uncoordinated and the rest. Come He's on. been a leader over the years in New York of changing domestic violence laws because the victims are our most vulnerable and helping them out and stuff like that while he's beating up women when he has sex with them. Right. Very strange dude. Turns and out- pulled it off for years. And only now you'd be able to come forward and 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 uh, and do any damage to him. That's that's something. I'm glad society's changed where a guy like that can't pull that off anymore. Holy, holy crap! One of the uh, one of the women who was talking to the New Yorker said she kept quiet for years because she was afraid of him. And then when she well, you have to be afraid of him. He's yeah. obviously a violent person yeah. and powerful and powerful. Turns out Amazon wants to learn a whole lot more about you. The Wall Street Journal is reporting Amazon's inviting customers to let the company keep tabs on their body shape and size over a period of 20 weeks. Twice a month, volunteers will visit the office and allow Amazon to better understand how body shapes change over time. Hey, Amazon. Ah! Amazon, I'm egg-shaped today. I'm going to be egg-shaped last <laughs> next week. I was egg-shaped last week. Save your electrons. <laughs> in return, in return, the volunteers will get Amazon gift cards worth up to $250. Wait a minute. So what's behind this? Well, Amazon recently bought computer vision startup called Body Labs and the company's development of a 3D body scamming, scanning team and scamming. method. Scamming. There's, yeah. a, there's a good one. Slip. <laughs> it seems... Body scamming. It seems the company is aiming to put together a program that will help you find clothes that fit your body perfectly. Oh, that's helpful. That's what we're all looking for, right? Yep. Something that they say is a lot more complicated than you think. How you hold your shoulders, the angle of your hips, it all figures into how well your clothes will fit you. Hmm. And apparently there's a huge demand for this. As a man with a tall torso, I can say there's few delights in life. Quite like buying a t-shirt, putting it on for the first time and realizing, hey, look, it's a midriff. How about this? Anybody want to see my belly button? Huh? Let's see your... uh... Your, your diamond belly button piercing that's so sexy. Yeah, I wonder if the I time didn't get is... it to not have people see it. Right? I wonder if the time is coming between 3D printing, you know, various manufacturing advancements, and then, you know, some sort of laser mapping like this of your right. body. Oh, you'd think. And you get shirts and pants that fit you exactly. And the exactly. idea of we all wear the same men's large... Will will seem like a you know a ridiculous notion, which it is. You right? had a fancy occasion tonight. You bespoke yourself a suit. How cool would that be? Yeah, that fits. Yeah, Indeed. fits perfectly. The second that technology is available, I'm showing up to work in an Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Plus Liberty Bell. Plus it's the future. Aren't we supposed to be all wearing silvery jumpsuits already anyway? Yeah, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> Where's my jumpsuit? I was looking forward to when we all moved beyond fashion. That we're all wearing the same thing. It just seems like it'd be easy. Yeah. Here, I'm in favor of it. Please. Custom sized by Amazon. Yeah. Or printed out at home. So apparently we're part of the intellectual dark web. I hadn't realized it, but it's become clear to me now. And there was an amazing and hilarious exchange on MSNBC about it this morning. We'll knock that around when we get a chance. We have a Middle East expert to talk about the Iran deal at 7. We're part of the intellectual dark web. We clearly are. 
Huh. I'll be darned. I should probably be aware of that. Yes. Um, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The Kilauea volcano has been spewing lava all weekend. Luckily, nobody is hurt, okay? Kids, this is why you pretend the floor is lava when you're a child. Mm. It's all a practice drill. You gotta get from the couch, to the dresser, to the bedside table, to the door, then out into the hallway without touching the floor, okay? It's serious. Tell mom and dad, it's serious stuff. And we made the same joke. Yeah, if you're going to listen to the show and take the jokes, at least tweet about it. Or it's so incredibly obvious, we all jumped on it. <laughs> more, I don't know more likely parallel <clears throat> lines of thinking. Uh, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Um, hey, guys, I'm a strength and conditioning coach for eight years. I'll come to your house and train you. Uh, the only training I need from a personal trainer... You know, I'll trainer, come to your house and tell you to shut the hell up. How do you like that deal, huh? The only training I need from a personal trainer is somebody who's going to come and say, you know, you haven't exercised yet today, and I'm going to say, yeah, I was thinking about skipping today. I don't feel that good. How about now? You really should. You really should exercise, because he said that yesterday. Right. Yeah, but I actually don't feel that good. So maybe I'll do it twice tomorrow. It doesn't work that way. Put on <laughs> put on your shorts. Put on your shorts now. It's All not, right. It's not that I don't know how All to right. or what God. to, or it's the, right. <laughs> it's the making myself do it. I can't find any time. How about after dinner, before the kids take their bath? How about then? You could do it then. Yeah, but I was going to, you were going to what? <laughs> I was going to not exercise. <laughs> That's what I need out of a personal trainer. New Twitter poll just posted, which major athletic event will take place first? Uh, Jack uses his elliptical or Marshall does a push-up? <laughs> um, uh, and hey guys, you need to look into the Peloton bike. Life-changing, like no other exercise equipment anywhere. I'm obsessed. I had not heard of the Peloton bike yeah. uh, or Peloton or whatever, so I Googled it, and yeah, it's a giant thing. I always like to know what the latest exercise craze that I'm not doing is. Yes. And this is the current uh, hot one, the Peloton bike. It's got a screen on the front of it, and you can link into live uh, Peloton classes that are going on all across the world. And beautiful scenery whizzing by and that sort of thing. Fantastic. And, uh, you know, somebody screaming at you to pedal faster. Or something. Yes. It's an, it's a, it's an immersion, uh, immersion bicycling home experience or something like that. Fancy words don't make it something. An immersive indoor cycling experience. All ah, right. It's a <laughs> subversive indoor sweating experience. There. I use different sweaty words. Or it's, it's an word. exercise bike with an iPad on it. Yeah, it's what it looks like to me. <laughs> it's the same exercise bike you had 30 years ago with an iPad on it. Mm. No, oh. it's immersive. <laughs> I did online renewal for my California driver's license yesterday, and it asked me if I was a citizen. There was also a choose not to answer option. I guess that's because that state allows illegals to have driver's licenses. But choose not to answer means you're not a citizen, right? Nobody would choose not to. 
I guess unless you're some sort of real <laughs> activist that believes there's no such thing as being a citizen or adding being a legal list of people who really need to shut the hell up. I could see myself clicking that on like a trolley impulse. Yeah. 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 Please, guys, every time I hear people compare Bill Clinton having sex with an intern in the Oval Office as with Trump as a private citizen having sex many years ago, I cringe. Clinton's affair was far more worse and dangerous. He could have blamed blackmail, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there is truth to that. And he got impeached for lying under oath. But you know why he really got impeached? Because the Republicans wanted to toss him out of office. That's it. It was a political move. It was not some sort of beautiful cry for justice. And I swing that way. Trust me when I say. It was just trying to weaken the Democrat Party and get Clinton out. Now, ironically, you know, halfway through Obama's first term, I think 98% of Republicans in America would have gone for Bill Clinton and his policies in a second. But that's the way politics goes. Times change. Um, I just saw a video of a lava in Hawaii uh, covering up a car. It was parked there. That'll, uh, it's going to hurt your resale value. It's uh, probably totaled. It's on, on fire. It's the thing. <laughs> Wait, I got a full gas tank, and I'm looking at the lava encroach on my car. I'm thinking, oh, boy. I'm going to crouch behind the couch here. Things could get hairy. So when that lava covers your car and then uh, cools, then it's just buried inside a rock. Yeah. Which is a problem. Does that become like a tourist uh, attraction, or do they dig it out and pry it out? I mean, are there decaying cars all over Hawaii? I don't know. So we're going to talk to uh, a favorite guest of the Armstrong and Getty show. He is actually involved in writing the Iraqi Constitution back in the day. About the dump on the Iran deal, which I think Trump is going to do today. Yep. yep. He's now a professor, teaches all about the Middle East, politics, and And I'd like to ask him a little bit about Iran and Israel, who've been jumping ugly lately, and uh, see where he thinks that might be going. Yeah. Nowhere good, I'm guessing. So NBC bet $60 million, $69 million on Megyn Kelly. Giggity. And uh, she has no viewers. <laughs> They're trying to figure out what to do with that. Three years, $69 million deal. She walked away from, I think, a $100 million Fox deal. Yeah. Yeah. Because she hated them there. And NBC offered her flexibility and something or other. But, you know, it's funny. I never loved her. I didn't either. Oh, I, I actually I found disliked her. Annoying. Her. I actually disliked her quite a lot. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think she was even particularly good at the snarling uh, right wing hottie thing. Um, I just I don't, she's trying too hard all the time. She never rung authentic to me, but you know she became super crazy hot. So I just thought, all right, I'm an outlier because I am. Um, but apparently the uh, NBC viewers have the same view. But she was, after O'Reilly left, the number one uh, cable news show in America. Mm-hmm. And NBC thought, you know, sure win. So they hired away from Fox. Plus, they got to damage Fox, which has actually helped them. Because uh, Rachel Maddow is number, now the number one show in cable news. So took down Fox's primetime a little bit. Um, I doubt it's making up $69 million. And for whatever reason, she's not transferring to the national audience. And you know, Shut up, Meg. Having two million. <laughs> That's America right there. You can be the number one cable news show in America with two million people watching you. Yeah. That's not much of an audience for a national uh, for the big networks. Well, I think it's a mistake to assume that just because somebody is pretty good at one thing, perhaps, you know, right-wing uh, hottie, uh, prosecutor right-wing act. hottie. Well, let's face it, it's a category. I mean, what was that Tommy Laren gal who we did the event with? Clearly a right-wing hottie. She's a right-wing hottie. It's a job description. 
But uh, just because you're good at that doesn't mean you can transfer to the big network. Why don't you and go be the attorney general of New York with that talk? <laughs> right wing hottie. What? Disgusted to be in the same room. What? Is it I'm that feeling, has anything to do with their appeal? I'm feeling attacked. That woman. What was that Probably woman's name? He's attacking. What was that woman's name? You Which mentioned? woman? Tommy Laren? Yeah. Oh. You think because she's attractive, that's some of her appeal? Yes. You think that's one of the reasons Most she's of it. <laughs> become a big deal? Yeah. There are plenty of average-looking women. Every bit is smart, but they're not hot and blonde. It's a thing. I don't know why, but it is. I don't. I'm not against it, right? Nor am I hypnotized by it. So we are clearly a part of the intellectual dark web, uh, which we'll explain to you in a couple minutes. And I'd like to go big on it, but we got a lot of guests today, including the most excellent Ambassador Faisal Al Estrabadi, expert on the Middle East, to talk about dumping the Iran deal, the significance of it, etc. I'll watch right-wing hotties while I ride my Pelotron bike on the Armstrong and Getty Show.